Hello, Blaguette. It's Amanda Lauren. Uh, I'm just going to do a really quick intro here. This episode is with this episode is with Brooke Lewis. She is known for her horror movies. She's really interesting. It was a fun one. I know this interview is a little bit short, but that's all the time we had for her. So we took what we could get. Um, and in general, I just want to say thank you on behalf of Allie and I. I know that her maternity leave has led to sporadic shows, a little bit of craziness, um, and, you know, things sort of not being released in realish time, bank shows. And we just want to say thank you so much for bearing with us. We have so many good guests, including really big names who have agreed to be on the show. And as soon as Allie is ready... She will come back. We will start recording again, and things will probably be a little bit more exciting. Um, in the meantime, I recorded this great podcast today called Grants Rants. It's really fun. It's about pop culture, celebrities, reality TV. Uh, please give that a listen. Please support Grant. He's going to be on the show in June. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to that. Uh, the link for that will be in the show notes, but if you want to just look it up, it's Grand's Rants. Um, I saw Allie on Friday. It's Sunday night. The baby, oh, Amelia, she's the most adorable baby I've ever seen. Please don't. Now, if I've met your baby and you're listening, sorry. But Amelia is actually cuter. And Allie and Justin are amazing parents. I mean, mind you, they've only had two weeks. So, I mean, really, how much damage could you do in the first two weeks, but, um, no, just kidding. Um, they're great parents. Allie's a really attentive mother and, um, I'm an, I'm a proud auntie. I'm really excited to be in Amelia's life. Um, and just, we can't wait to do a show and to tell, um, uh, to tell you her birth story. I think we might be able to get something on the books for this week. So I'm hoping, um, you know, just sort of a little, I know we said there were going to be no bonuses, but I'm going to try to, we're going to try to do one. Um, if it's not this week, by the way, it'll definitely be next week because we want you to hear her birth story. Um, it's an interesting story. Things did not go according to plan and I don't want to give too much away, but mommy and baby are healthy. And I think that we can both say that that's very important. Um, few more quick notes of business, um, reviews iTunes, write us five-star reviews. Directions are in the show notes. Um, I am at It's Amanda Lauren on Instagram. I am at Amanda Lauren on Twitter. Allie is at Allie Levine Design across all platforms. I am going to shut up. You enjoy this episode with Brooke Lewis. Welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lauren, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are on the line with Brooke Lewis. Hey, girl. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so special today. This is like the hot show with the young hot chicks, and I'm here, (laughs) and I'm loving it already. Thank you for having me. You are (laughs) your just kidding, that was terrible. That was, that was really good. good. That was really good. <laughs> that was really good. That's no. like a bad horror movie scream. Like, ah! Yes, totally. totally. Like, the, like the most safe possible. Like, oh my God, he's after me. No. 
well, we all have our gifts and strengths and talents, you know. (laughs) But you really are. You're the scream queen. You're an award-winning actress, author, and celebrity life coach expert. So thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. I am so honored to be here. Like I said, you girls are amazing. You're young. Your finger's on the pulse of everything that's stylish, hot, and in the know. So I'm happy to join you. Oh, thank this you. Is so it's it's so great that you're here. We love having you. Yeah, so we wanted to jump right into things. I was talking about this with Amanda earlier. I mean, you have such a huge horror following and being known as a Scream Queen, you've won numerous awards. Um, you know, I mean, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, being known as a Scream Queen has to be so much fun. Like, first off, I just like, like I just like saying you it. Like saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. I mean, it's so ironic and kind of how it happened without taking up your entire show here is, you know, I started acting at a very young age and right out of college, moved to New York and landed Tony and Tina's wedding, the mobster comedy wedding. So I'll give you a little bit of backstory here. Did that show equity contract was a trained New York actress, three years, 11 shows a week, three years straight. It was amazing. So that opened a lot of doors for me very young in New York. Never did I wake up, you know, saying "Ah, my goal in life and career is to be a well-known scream queen, but (laughs) I was such a horror movie fan, loved vampires as a little girl, funny enough, back east. And so what ended up happening was after doing some, you know, failed network TV sitcoms over the years and doing a ton of edgy indie films that were not in the horror genre, but a lot of mobster genre films and stuff back in New York and in L.A., and like no one knew who I was. And I had done all this, all these TV pilots, as we all know, any actors listening, you know, that never get picked up or that go off the air quickly. And mm-hmm. so I ended up producing with my production company, Philly Chick Pictures, because I couldn't get arrested as an actress after a lot of TV shows didn't get picked up and stuff when I moved here from back east years ago. We're talking like 15 years ago. And I was like, okay, well, I've done so much stuff that, you know, the world doesn't see. And mind you, this is before social media was big. So what ended up happening was I jumped on board to produce with a company back east a horror like thriller. It was right after I hit Sundance 2004 and the very first Saw came out. And I'm a visionary girl like you girls are. And so I was like, they have, they're on to something here. So I went back to the production company in New York I'd worked with and they wanted me to be their LA liaison. And I said, then you write me a psychological horror thriller that I can star in and will surround me with named actors, like indie named actors. And that's what I want to do if you want me to be your LA production company. So we did, lo and behold, and years, it took years to develop that that project and that picture. And I got to star in it. And for the older listeners listening, I got to star in this indie film. It was a thriller, very smart, like crime drama thriller sort of horror, kind of like a psychological saw situation. And I acted with Michael Pere from Eddie and the Cruiser, Streets of Fire, Philadelphia Experiment, who was very famous in the 80s, and Charles Durning, Rest His Soul, Oscar nominated for Dog Day Afternoon wow. and Tootsie and yeah, like I've been so blessed to work even in in the films I've done in the horror genre. I've done a lot, obviously outside the horror genre as well. I've been so blessed to work with incredible veteran actors like Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian, and the list goes on and on. So little did I know from that, and that's the short story that I would have the title Scream Queen bestowed upon me again, right after having years of experience in the industry. I one day, it's funny, I'll share real quickly. Showtime picks up this, this horror film, horror thriller, and airs it three nights a week for two years straight. Oh, and wow. All of a sudden my, oh, yes. My manager at the time, like I said, no one knew who I was. And my manager at the time was like, You need to come to the office now. And you guys, I honestly thought 
that I was getting like dropped. I thought I was getting fired because, and this is where it's really funny, actually, they changed our title. And for all the filmmakers listening, this is what happens, guys, when, you know, first of all, I didn't own the film. Second of all, you lose creative control a lot of the time with distribution and film for, again, the filmmakers listening. So what ended up happening was they ended up changing our title from Polycarp to, wait for it, Kinky Killers. Yes, oh, girl. Oh, God. Oh, yes. I starred in a film called Kinky Killers. However, the good news is, backtracking again, airs on Showtime three nights a week. My manager calls me in. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. My career's over. I get there. They have a stack of fan mail on the desk. This is 2008, 10 years ago to the date. So here we are. Let's celebrate. So they, the, the pile of fan mail, they're like, we have all these offers. They want to pay you, you know, two grand to come out and sign autographs at this horror convention in Texas. I'm like, Oh my God. You know, and at that point in my career, you, you start to get older, you go, okay, what am I doing? And I just embraced it. And the title screen queen was bestowed upon me. And I still embrace to this day and to be blessed enough as an actress in this crazy town to get, you know, direct offers all the time for indie genre films, horror, sci-fi. I'm really, really lucky. That's so, so that cool. is how oh, that happened. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. So I, I own it. I rock it. And you know, I, I empower myself as a woman, as an actress, you know, as a woman now getting older, like where I try to make smart choices and I choose wisely. And I, for, for every, you know, horror film I do, I'll do a comedy or for every other horror film I act in or produce, you know, I'll make sure I do a sci-fi or a mobster movie or something. So, and TV, you know, to make sure that I still keep my foothold in mainstream acting as well. That's so awesome. Well, and you're currently starring in the award-winning film for Psychotherapy, right? So Psychotherapy is a film that I did produce with Philly Chick Pictures, and I acted in opposite Ricky Dean Logan, another horror genre icon who was in the, uh, well, he was in Back to the Future, actually, two and three, and oh, wow. he was in the Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, famous I series. Love, I love those old yeah. um, horror old. movies. Right. I love, them. I love, I don't know what it is. My husband's like terrified. And if I see like an old Freddy Krueger and I hear down the street on like TV, I have to watch it. And my husband walks in and he's like, I'm scared. He like covers his eyes. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> That's hilarious. I love when men are terrified of horror films. That's great. That's so cute. But yeah. I mean, the, yeah, those were like, that's when I feel like the horror, like, you know, I grew up in the 80s. So the 80s and like that, 80s and 90s, I feel had the really tight really strong horror films you know and now all the remakes comes you girls get to see those but yeah. um, yes psychotherapy was a film so one of my best girlfriends Stacey Lane Wilson who's a tremendous writer and now director who grew up out here too she wrote an amazing book you guys really need to check out too called So LA and she wrote mm -hmm. that's all you had to say yeah. okay, right? yes Yes, so L.A., her mom, actually, here I go shouting about it. I'm so proud of all my friends. Like, her mom, actually, you'll appreciate this, Allie, Bunny Bacon. She was the, one of the very first famous pinup models oh, in wow. Hollywood. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I'll have to get the book. Yeah, so she's such a talented writer. And, again, I really try to stay true to empowering women and girl power and sticking together like you girls do. I'm inspired with your show. And so Stacey and I, you're welcome. That's, this is what it's about. And Stacey and I got together and, you know, I said I, I had won uh, several Best Actress Awards at a lot of the festivals about five, six years ago from another film called Sprinkles. And I said, Stacey, I'm missing my sprinkles. I need something like really, it's very, it's a thriller. It's a psychological drama. I love the deep, dark roles, believe it or not. 
and she wrote me this piece that I could not like put down. And so we, we produced it and it's been an incredible ride. We just finished the festival circuit with that one and we were all over all of 2017. And again, I say this humbly and gratefully, I think I won like, I don't know, 15 best actress awards. And that's, you know, from that film. It's, That's it's crazy. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And then I just wrapped in an awesome, awesome dramedy feature that you girls at your age will love called Half New Year. And I spent the end of last year filming that, that my dear, dear friend from Philly, where I'm originally from, Drew McEnany, who's like my real life and on screen little brother. He wrote this piece about five years ago for, and wrote his big sister role, one of the leads for me. I played Pam DeLuca from South Philly. It's so <laughs> much fun. It. Yes, she's great. And so Georgia Manitis came in and she rewrote the script with Drew, produced it. We had Tom Marash, this incredible director who is an alumni from Sundance and just an extraordinary indie dramedy about kind of you know, I would say sort of like a coming of age in your 20s in Hollywood and the challenges that we all go through, I went through, and the friends, and, and who else stars in this? Jeff Dye, the comedian from Last Comic Standing, he has that hit TV show right now on NBC with, like, Henry oh, Winkler cool. and William Shatner. Yeah, he's so yeah. great. Shanley Caswell from The Conjuring and NCIS New Orleans, Bill Youngblood, just an incredible. Rome Flynn, who's from Bold and the Beautiful and the Tyler Perry movies, like, Really, really great, heartfelt, fun dramedy. So that's being posted right now. That should be out. We'll hit the circuit with that next year, 2019. That's that's awesome. Yes, and there's so many others. I mean, we just shout out. In fact, you guys, I'll I'll give you the first exclusive to hear. We just uh, hit, last night they announced it, Prestigious Fest, which is a big online uh, award show they do for films internationally. And a short, yeah, and a short film that we just hit the festival circuit with this year titled Alan and Millie, A Short Romance. Uh, We are cleaning up already. We've already just won. We won last night. uh, Comedy. Yay! So you're getting it first. You're getting the exclusive. Thank you. Yeah, we got Best Star. So cool. Thank you so much. Best Star Comedy. And uh, we also won Best Duo Acting Award for, you know, partnership and acting with Courtney Gaines and I. So Courtney Gaines, again, if you guys would know the old school horror films, the original Children of the Corn, he was Malachi. He was in Sweet Home Alabama, The Sheriff. He was in Can't Find Me Love, which again, I'm so dating myself right now, but I was young when I saw these films. So he's such a brilliant veteran actor. I got to star in that with him and we won the award together. And we also just won last week, the accolade awards. And he and I both won the award of merit for best actor and actress. So, and this is directed, I must say by the awesomely talented Marcus Redman. He was one of the stars of Doogie Howser back in the late eighties, nineties. Yes, and he was in uh, Fight Club, wonderful actor turned writer, director now, talented. I'm so lucky. I could go on and on and on, but, you know, for anyone listening who is in the film industry as well and TV and any creative industry like you girls are too, you know, whatever department you're in, whether it's in front of the scenes, behind the scenes, all your style alley, like, you know, I think it's so important to surround ourselves with quality people who are willing to get down in the trenches with you, who do the work, who have the talent, who are humble, and who support each other. And that's really what I'm committed to. Like sometimes as an actress and as a producer, I'll choose, you know, maybe 
lower budget projects over something that might be a bigger budget project, but because there's people who are, you know, supportive and wonderful and honoring. And that's, that's what I'm about right now. That's so cool and amazing. Well, and I mean, like you wear many, many hats, like you said, but you also, like we said earlier, you know, are an amazing coach and you have a book out, right? I do. I've, I have published two books in my career. One does go with my life and dating coaching business, which is Be You and Be Fearless Life Coach. My book title is Coaching from a Professed Hot Mess. Oh, I have to get you girls. Yes, I'll get you girls some books. Thank you. Yes, and, you know, again, please. it's about, I will, you know, it's about, and, and I humbly say this, it was about a six-time award-winning book last year. It did the whole book circuit all of 2016 and 17. Yes, I'm losing my mind here. And uh, it was really for my coaching business. And as you guys know, you know, when you're doing the talk show circuit and everything, they want a book, they want legitimacy, they want credibility. So that's what sort of inspired me to do that and put together, you know, and again, I'm, I'm speaking, preaching to the choir here. I know this, you know, all that you girls have done in your creative careers and you put it out there and you put it out there. And I just got so frustrated. I was like, you know what? I have so much writing I had done for various sites and expert work I had been hired to do. And I'm like, I'm going to compile this together and make it work and make a book. And it was great. And it actually, you know, got me some, a lot of interest and development deals with unscripted shows as a life coach and dating coach. So I'm thrilled, but yeah, it was really incredible. In fact, I won last year, the Beverly Hills book awards, which was That's really amazing. cool. Thank you. Really fun for, um, trying to think if it was for self-help or motivational. I can't remember. I want That's a good problem. So many, so many awards. Let me ask you, what are your best dating tips? Because I, I sort of interested in this. Okay. And I'm married, it's- but I'm, I'm fascinated. <laughs> no, I love talking about dating. Oh, okay. Perfect. So, you know, for one, I love this and I'm going to quote this. And again, I don't know if you girls will remember this, but back in the day, I'll never forget, like Chris Rock did a stand-up routine and Guy is always seem to remember this. And he talks about when you first meet someone and they send their representative and it's not real, you know, and it's so true. So I always tell people, you know, and I coach a lot of beautiful young actresses who really the more beautiful oftentimes we know are the more insecure. And they're like, you know, they're so confused about the dating and and if men want them because they're famous or because, you know, they're just them. And I'm like, you know what? Allow yourself to be, be you. And I use that, be you and be fearless is my coaching business. And I use that in all the work I do with dating and not dating. You know, just be yourself and the right person will love you unconditionally. In my book, I talk about it. We are all perfectly imperfect. So stop trying to front, stop trying to be someone you're not. You're going to get found out. So that's like my best advice. And, you know, that's one major tip. Another tip is, And I really speak to the younger generation here. I mean, truly like women in their twenties. And I talk about this a lot. I speak about this a lot, you know, and I am the most girl power, female empowerment, you know, like preacher that you'll know. And believe you me, before I got engaged, you know, I had more fun than I care to admit. (laughs) And I was, you know, a fun hoochie at times, whatever, but (laughs) (laughs) I own it. Right. But yeah, you gotta own it. Yes, be you. 
But I really encourage young women today because what's happening now is, you know, and again, I'm so supportive of female empowerment, but with the way the gender roles are merging together, I feel now that especially young women like in their early 20s or what have you are so about empowering themselves to sleep with a guy on the first date or sleep with a guy they meet on Tinder right away. Let's go out. Let's go drunk. Let's have fun because I'm empowered. And that's okay. There's no judgment around that. But I do give women tips a lot to just slow it down, slow your role because you know, I coach too many young people. I have too many people who emailed me when I used to do like Q&A advice on magazines and stuff as an expert and say, I don't understand. Like, you know, we're supposed to have be empowered and be equal now, but I really like this guy and we went out for a lot of drinks and I went home with him the first night and then never heard from him again. You got it. It's not even about that because I also believe that there, and I have clients and I know, you know, friends who sleep with them on the first night. Now they're married and that's fine. But just feel it out. Like, don't go so fast because it really does take time to get to know someone. And I want everyone listening to really take the time to do that. You know, and the other big tip we talk about, obviously, a lot still in my generation was online dating. Now it's apps and digital dating more is, you know, I have to say to everyone, like, don't personalize it. That is the best tip I can give. I have so many friends and clients who come to me and say, you know, I don't understand. Like I was communicating with this guy on match.com, whatever, there goes a plug, but you know, I'm communicating with this guy on match.com and he seemed really into me and then just totally flicked out and disappeared. And next thing you know, I have a heartbroken friend or client. No, stop, stop right there. In fact, it's funny. We were, I was talking about this with James Lott on the show, Allie, I saw the photo. Oh, yeah. We love James a lot. Yeah. He's the best. So we were even talking about it, right? And he's great. Shout out to him. And and we were talking about that on his show last year. And he's like, yeah, it's so hard not to take it personally, online dating. And just just don't. That's all I have to say. It's such an Mm -hmm. important rule. It's you. They don't know you. You don't know them. Again, just don't take it personally because we have no idea you don't know and good on them if they just went out on a date they wanted to go out with you Saturday night they went out with another woman on Friday night the guy and he fell in love with her and maybe they're going off to move in together next week and they're going to get married and good for them for finding love so don't make it about you no look think big picture and know that there are more than one someone's out there for you I truly believe that yeah, that's really good advice. That's so true. And I like that you say, you. like, you and own you. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I say that a lot. I'm like, do you own it? You know, and I think that that's where it's so important that we get down to back to the basics of that now in our generation, in our time, because, you know, again, with the internet now, we all know this, and I don't want to ramble here about random subjects, but it's really easy to find out the truth about someone now. Right. So let's just put it out there. Right. Yeah. Let's, I, you know, and I know that we have to have discernment and all of that, but you know, I think that the more people, especially women get real with just, just being proud of who they are and loving themselves, you know, five pounds more, five pounds less curves and all blah, 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 you know, whatever, whatever career you're in, the more we learn to have that self-love, the more we will attract people toward us, you know, who will love us back. I agree. Yeah, completely. I, I love that. 
And I mean, Thank you. You, know, you obviously like also coach, like you said, amazing actresses and things. Like I know you've worked on people who have been on Lifetime TV and reality TV, and you also are an advice expert for Hollywood Life. Um, and, you know, you've been like seen with your chips in the Huffington Post. Uh, what would be, you know, um, I'm trying to think how to phrase this, like, I guess to your younger self, like if you could go back and kind of, you know, give yourself advice all over again, now that you have coached so many of these amazing, you know, actresses and been in the industry and been deemed the scream queen and won, you know, over 33 prestigious awards and all these amazing things. Where do you keep all of these awards, first of all? <laughs> Wait, well, I'm sorry, say that again. Where where do you keep all the awards? Amanda cut me oh off. Oh my gosh! That's a great question. I'll have to send you guys a photo. I have a like a shelf mantle. I know it's pretty ridiculous, and I have about thirty statuettes like sitting here. So it's it's comical, but I'm That's so I, I cherish. Thank you. I cherish every one of them, and mm. my walls are like my office is pouring with like certificates and stuff. But back to I know. Okay, so the question you're asking, which is which is amazing, and I love that question. And I think for one, I'll give you my two like mantras. You know, and again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. The one thing that I constantly, because I still, I still, no matter how, I've done over 50 film and television. You know, scripted. I still have insane insecurities. I still go into that space of I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this, no matter how many awards I have on my shelf. So we can segue back to that. I still struggle. And I did when I was young. I do now, you know, at 40. And it's a hard struggle. So what I would say is what I have to tell my inner child all the time. Be you and be fearless. Again, why I name my coaching site, you know, and web and business that. The other thing I say pertinent to my Ms. Vampy alter ego, which, you know, the horror fans know and love. And I did the teen mm. talk show. And our big thing, which is a developed TV series scripted, is vamp it out. So my, mm. like, kind of our little, like, you know, mantra with my teen girls that I coach for Ms. Vampy is when, and I, well, she does it in her Brooklyn accent, but I'll just say, when faced with fear, dig deep inside, find <laughs> your inner vamp, and vamp it out. So, <laughs> I know, dig deep inside, find your inner vamp, and vamp it out. And so we all have that inner vamp in us. Uh, I used to teach inner vamp workshops, and we all have that inner vamp. So just dig deep and vamp it out, because you have it in you no matter how scary or fearful a situation is. I do it still every time I walk into an audition room and I feel like I'm going to panic and pass out. It happens. It's real. And so that's what I wish I would know that to just not be so hard on myself, you know? Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's really good advice yeah. for anyone that, you know, is listening. We have a lot of people who listen in who like want to be in the industry or like are inspired by our guests and different things. And so I think that's really inspiring and I love how truthful you're being about your own journey and things that you've gone through and how you still struggle but you just keep making it happen I think that's really incredible and that's what defines success versus someone who's you know maybe not really sure of where they are it's like even if you're still doing all these different things and you're climbing and you're becoming bigger and bigger clearly for you like you own everything 
You're all about staying true to you. And I think that's why you have cultivated such a huge following why people love you because you have that authenticity in such a crazy industry and such a crazy place to be. Thank you so much for saying that. Thank you. Yeah. You know, again, I, I just think you got to just, that's a big, big message for the female listeners and everyone, the male too, like just be you, be real. And I mean, and I, you know, listen, girl, I saw you bear it all. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that. <laughs> With that rocking hot bod, that rocking sexy body. So, oh, I mean, thank you. <laughs> I mean, talk about the courage. And I was like, I don't know if I should say something on air, but like, talk about the courage. I, I couldn't you. do that. It was very hard. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. In every way, not just like mentally, physically, emotionally, like what you guys did takes so much bravery. And so props to you for that. And like, that's what it's about. Yeah. But again, like you just said to me and shared with me, you know, you think it's so noble. Well, I, I write back at you, Allie, because that's it. You were, you couldn't have been more real. (laughs) It couldn't have been more bare. I tried. (laughs) I tried. It was, uh, it was quite the struggle yeah. <laughs> but what we'll have to do after you have beautiful baby is uh one thing I used to do and I haven't done it in years and I've been so focused on my acting career and thank you god things are amazing right now but like um what I what I used to do sometimes with like a female empowerment workshop and I share this with you girls is I would do like one of my tips into my book too is like do you know for a lot of women that are feeling disempowered like do like a photo shoot you know oh, like a right like a professional one and get a stylist get the hair and makeup artist you know and because and I'm not talking about celebrities I'm talking about normal everyday women you know women who struggle single moms yeah. with kids that are struggling and have forgotten to take care of themselves and so in this female empowerment workshop we would do you know we'd have a professional and everybody would donate their time almost like a charity and we should do this alley when you're back on your feet you know I'm talking next year <laughs> you know yes yes ask me to take care of baby but like, you know, where we should do that, like get a group of amazing women and you guys do all the beauty stuff and styling and I'll do the coaching and we just empower women to remember to, awesome. right? Because yeah, we can do it like in the summer, people? like when women are really yeah. like starting to like feel insecure because the weather's changed and everything's happening and that, I, would, I would love that. That'd be really fun. I love that idea. It would be so much fun and you style them and I'll you you dress them up I'll dress their insides and like I we'll get cool chicks involved and that'd be so much fun we should totally yeah, do that so when you're ready fun. oh my gosh yeah. well I know we've kept you longer than you're supposed no to be. worries I'm good I really appreciate Thank it you um will you uh, will of course put this in the um show notes and everything but will you um just plug yourself tell us where we can find you of course we know you're verified on twitter and instagram because you have so many fabulous followers and you have you celebrity exclusive platform who say but will you just at least tell us your outlets and everything and then people can go find you either through the show notes or by listening to the podcast absolutely love to thank you so much so you guys i have the facebook fan page which i do check everything i promise it's at brooke lewis la everything is pretty much twitter instagram who say everything's at brooke lewis la and my press site for all my acting and films and tv is brooklewis.com and my coaching site is again bu and bfearlesslifecoach.com it's all there I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. And thank you for being such a fabulous guest. We were so excited thank to have you, you today. It's so nice having you. You are such a I am person. honored. Aw, thank you, girls. Will you girls inspire me? Keep up the great work. I know how hard you work. I know how hard it is to have a radio show. 
and you're <laughs> kicking ass. So keep it up. And I know baby's coming. Many, many blessings, Allie. I know Thank you. To. You're welcome. And Amanda, your pleasure. And we will all make something happen. Absolutely. Definitely. Yes. Thank you. Okay. And as we always say on here, be, be fabulous. fabulous. Bye. I love it. <laughs> Bye. Bye, girl. Bye. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Caught them both out to Jane Fonda. One, two, three, four. Get your booty on the dance floor. Work it out. Shake it, little mama. Let me see you do the Jane Fonda. Five, six, seven now. If you don't know, let me show you how to work it out.